everybody and how's everybody doing today and welcome to this episode of the hey chicago podcast brought to you by believe network and with this episode we're going to just get into a little bit of what the cubs can do this off season because obviously they're not playing postseason baseball they have a lot of things they need to go over with who they need to bring back what they need to do and pretty much just like how they're going to try and make the playoffs once again because this team is a contending team this team was a very good team that had a chance to make in the playoffs but Obviously, it couldn't happen when you just go down the stretch and losing as many games as you did, especially to one of the teams that's been performing very well, the Arizona Diamondbacks. So if you want to be one of these teams to step up and get to the spot where you see the Diamondbacks or the Phillies are at right now, making a wild card and making it all the way to the NLCS, you're going to have to make some big changes on your team, and you're going to sign some pretty big-name players, and that's what I'm going to get into this season. So first things first, what has to happen is Cody Bellinger has to be back on this team. He has to be back on this team. He was a leader in the locker room. Bellinger was kind of that person on this Cubs roster that you could build this team around. You already have Swanson on your team. You signed last year on that very, very big contract who <clears throat> has performed very well on it, but you still need to round out with other guys. Bellinger's going to ask for a lot of money. I know that for a fact he's played outstanding this year. It was a perfect deal, but you're going to sign him to at least a three to four year contract worth $100 million. I don't think it's going to be anything less than that. I think Bellinger is the type of player that's going to want his money after performing as well as he did. So you're going to have to give it to him if you really want to keep, keep your team's pace at where it's at right now. And with that, the second player on the Cubs team that's rumored to either opt in or opt out is Marcus Stroman. Stroman played very well in the beginning of the season, but once we got to that London series, that's kind of when he kind of fell off a little bit, but that was due to his injury, I think. So Stroman's probably going to opt in. I don't see the reason why he would try to get more money in another place. I don't think that's going to happen to him either. So I think he's going to opt in to his, I think, around $25 million contract. So that's another starting pitcher you'll have on your roster next season. And I think since Stroman didn't play so long at the end of the season, I think that he will end up being a good starting pitcher for the Cubs next year. But hopefully he still makes some strides upwards. As we see him as that clubhouse guy that a lot of fans disliked because of his emotions and his attitude toward the game. But we also want to see that on the field with how he plays. Stroman, I think, is a guy that the Cubs need, a guy with a lot of energy, a guy with a lot of talent at the same time. But we need other guys shaped around him in the starting pitching lineup because we saw where pitching was struggle this year. We saw that probably was the Cubs' biggest struggle all year along. So they need to make some big pitching changes this year. And I think it all starts with if they go for the Japanese superstar Yamamoto, every single team out here is going to bid for him. But if the Cubs throw the right price at him, I can see it happening. That's the type of player that they need. Yamamoto is one of the best pitching prospects we have seen in a while, especially coming from overseas. He's very strong throwing. He's 25 years old, so he fits the Cubs' timeline with everything. So why not just try to sign him? You already signed Sei Suzuki, one of the other guys from Japan that's been one of the bigger prospects coming out of there next to, like, obviously Otani. But you have a good chance of signing this guy. So you got to throw him some money. He's probably going to ask for around 150 or so million dollars. So it's really Jed Hoyer's willingness to spend, but he also has expressed this whole offseason that 
what he wants to do is spend, and he's going to have to go over the payroll probably, but, but it needs to happen if this team really wants to be where they're at. That's where all the good teams in baseball are doing. They're just signing guys that they need to sign. You're also in one of the biggest markets, not only in baseball, but in the whole sports world, Chicago. So Chicago, we don't see that people signing a lot of big deals in Chicago through other teams and other sports, obviously, with that. But I think it's got to start happening. There's no reason why nobody would want to come to this big market, this beautiful town in Chicago, Illinois. There's a lot for it to offer. Obviously, that a lot of big-name players want to go to places like L.A. or New York, especially in baseball with the Yankees and the Dodgers. But the Cubs have to start realizing that they're one of the biggest markets out here also. They're one of those teams that could sign all these guys and still have money left over with it. So it really just comes down to how much Jed Hoyer wants to spend and if he's really being serious about wanting to spend or if he's just lying to Cubs fans because we're all expecting him to pay that big price and he needs to do it if this team really wants to go over the top once again. But with that... There's a lot of big name free agents around that we know of. And there's one very in particular that I want the Cubs to go for. I'm not saying it's 100% possible, but it's Shohei Otani. The Chicago Cubs were one of the last teams, one of the top seven teams in trying to sign Otani a few years back before he signed with the Angels. They have the connections with him with Seiya Suzuki. They have the money to spend for him. It's just, will Shohei Otani want to come? down over to the Midwest after being in the Pacific Coast and will the Cubs spend the money for him. I think Otani really just wants to go to a team where he's most comfortable at. We all know that the LA Dodgers are probably the top team for him right now. I'm not going to lie about that. They have the money and they're still on the on the coast like he wants to be. But what comes down to it is how much the Cubs really just try to lean him over to this side. Seiya Suzuki has to do a lot of talking into that, I think. He is very important in trying to get Otani to sign with the Cubs. But also a big question is, will he really pitch? I know that he's not going to pitch until the 2025 season, but that's also just a timeline, so we don't really know if he's actually going to want to pitch the rest of his career. He's still an outstanding hitter. Like I will totally take him on this team just to be a hitter, just come in at DH and just smack the ball like he does every single time with the Angels. But at the same time, he's one of the most he's one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. So if you're gonna give a guy over four hundred or five hundred mil and you expect him to be both a pitcher and a hitter, you're paying him to do both. But if he's really just gonna go out there and say, Hey, I'm just gonna be a hitter the rest of my career, you're probably offering him a little bit less money. Not just because his talent, but because He's just doing less on the field for you. But I think the Cubs have a possibility of doing it. I'm not saying it's 100% possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But you have the tools to try to make it happen. So why not just go for probably the best player in baseball right now? And with that, the Cubs also traded for Yimer Candelario this season, who played very well with them before his injury. He had a bad injury towards the end of the season, but... He played pretty well right when they traded for him and the weeks and the weeks that he played for them. So I think you could sign back Candelario on a cheaper contract. I could see him going for at least around 30 to 40 mil, I would say. But Candelario played very well. He fits a position that you needed, which is third base. Plus, he was also very versatile for the Cubs. 
He played multiple different positions with them, but I think Candelario is a guy that they can bring back, especially if they want a cheaper player at that position or at multiple positions. Plus, he already has been in this organization for years before. He was with the team in that 2015-2016 season. He was also just traded at like he just got traded back for them. He knows what this organization's about. And a lot of Cubs fans and Cubs people in the organization also just like the way that he plays. So I think that's a pretty easy option. You try to sign him back on a cheaper contract, and then you pretty much see where that goes with the third base position because obviously Patrick Wisdom wasn't cut for it. You tried it out this year and you need to make changes at that position. I don't think Patrick Wisdom could be a starting player on this team. I think it could be a rotational type of guy coming in, no matter who who is really on the mound on the other team. But you can't have Patrick Wisdom playing every day. I'm just going to be honest about that. And with that, there's also a lot of guys on the trade market right now that Cubs have been looking at. The first guy I want to talk about that the Cubs can try to go for and who the men rumored to go for is Pete Alonso. I only think you try to go for Pete Alonso if you do not sign back Cody Bellinger. Yes, one of them could be a DH, but I think there's other people you could go around for at DH without giving up one of your top premier prospects. But obviously, Pete Alonso is a great baseball player. He's a great hitter, a home run hitter, which is what the Cubs needed. But he's also at the position where your best player was playing at also. So... I think Pete Alonso only needs to be on this team if the Cubs do not re-sign Cody Bellinger. If you really need to go for him, if you really want that DH spot where where you cannot sign any of their other top free agents this year, I think you could go for Pete Alonso. But without without re-signing Bellinger, that's the only possible right way that I see this happening. And there's also Juan Soto, who's I think pretty more interesting to me than Pete Alonso was. Now, Juan Soto is a corner outfielder, a corner outfielder that the Cubs kind of needed. We saw Ian Happ kind of have his struggles this year, but you also paid him that big contract, so he's probably going to be on the team playing every day for next year. So they're probably if they trade for Juan Soto, you know that Ian Happ's probably going back to center field, or he's probably becoming a DH. But Juan Soto is one of the best hitters in baseball. He's still very young. Yes, he's going to have a gigantic contract you got to pay for, but that's why I'm saying that they can only get one of these top premier guys if they want to still have a good later on roster that a lot of good quality players are on. But if you're going to trade for somebody big like that, I think it's Juan Soto or Pete Alonso, just because also age is also a big thing with me. And I think that Juan Soto, yes, he may not have had as great of years with the Padres as he has with the Nationals. But I think Juan Soto is still one of the best players in baseball. And he could also be the DH for the Cubs if he doesn't play in the outfield. And like we said, the biggest thing that the Cubs need to do and the biggest thing that was their issue last year was all their pitching. You have a rotation of what looks like next year. Justin Steele, Marcus Stroman, Jordan Wicks, I think you tried to go for Yamamoto, but if you don't go for him, you could also try to go for a guy like Julio Urias, who's also going to want a bigger contract, but a little bit less than Yamamoto, I would say. And then I think that Kate Horn will also be brought up next year at some point. So if you do not bring back Kyle Hendricks, who is a free agent this year, 
that's your whole starting five for your rotation, which is pretty good, I would say. But then again, a lot of their issues came in at the end of the games and in the middle of the innings with their relief team. That's where it all kind of struggled. But I think with their relief, that could really just be spread out with cheaper veterans that are free agents right now. And then you could also look for guys that are in trades. Who I think wouldn't be asking for too much if they were going to try to trade for a guy like that. But yeah, you need guys in your bullpen that will be able to perform. I liked what I saw out of a few other guys in the bullpen last year at the end of the season, especially Adbert Alzale, who was one of the best closers, I would say, in the league. So I think he could stay at that closing spot. But other than that, you need to round out the roster with good quality relief pitchers, and you need more than just one or two of them. You need multiple of them because down the stretch, that's where that's where it's going to hurt them. But with that, the Cubs have a lot of a lot of question marks they need to make this offseason. A lot of it's coming down to if they're going to re-sign Bellinger, if they're going to let him go, or even if they're just going to make a lot of big, big names on the market changes on this year. But I like what I see from this roster right now. I think there's just a few things they could tweak on and a few changes that they need to make. But it's really going to come down to how much Jet Hoyer will want to spend this offseason. And Jed Hoyer is going to want to spend if he wants to be at the top of the league like the Cubs were a few years ago in 2016. So with that, I'm going to end this episode of the Hey Chicago podcast. Thank you all for listening. Like, comment, subscribe on whatever platform you may be using. And I will talk to you all again next week.